There are lots of people out there who will tell us that we shouldn't be looking at pornography, but there aren't many people showing us how to finally break free of porn. Without a mentor, without a guide, it's easy to get stuck in hopelessness and shame. The Freedom to Love podcast is here to be your mentor and your guide. We want to provide you with practical strategies and techniques to live free of porn forever. Then you'll be free to experience the love you really desire. Welcome back to the Freedom to Love podcast. My name is Jeremy Rohr. I am the founder of Freedom to Love. We are a ministry that helps young men learn how to live free of pornography. And we're in a series here where we're learning about the differences between our higher and our lower brains so that we can understand why pornography is so tempting for us and what we can do, what skills, what knowledge we can apply to make it easier for us to live free of it. In the last episode, we made the connection between high dopamine activities like looking at porn and how we use them to avoid negative feelings. Pornography, sexual sin can become buffers uh, between us and the negative feelings like feeling bored, lonely, angry, stressed, tired, depressed. Now what we want to do is look at the third and final strength of the lower brain and how it draws us to pornography and the sexual activity and some skills to overcome that. As a review, our lower brain is good at three things. It's good at saving energy or going on autopilot. It's good at avoiding pain, negative emotions primarily. And it's good at seeking pleasure. And so that's what we're going to focus on this time. Again, God created our brains this way so we could survive. It's not by accident that our brains function this way. Seeking pleasure helped our ancestors survive. You know, there was a time where food wasn't in abundance. You had to be motivated to go plant crops or go hunting. And so it was good that we, we wanted to eat. It was good to in, find entertainment so that we could relax and rejuvenate. And of course, sex is good. It, it gave us the ability to connect with people and to, to reproduce. But let's look at why this strength of the lower brain is a challenge for us. First of all, pleasure is everywhere. Our food is designed to make us want to eat more and more and more, even though that, that can kill us. You know, in the Western world, we don't have a problem with starvation. We actually have a problem with obesity because food has been designed to make us want to eat more, and it is in abundance. Entertainment is everywhere. If you have a smartphone, you have access to games, videos, and music all the time. It's always in your pocket. And of course, pornography is everywhere. This is actually one of the main reasons I teach a course for dads and ministry professionals called Save Our Sons. I want to help them to understand how mobile devices and the internet have amplified the challenge of pornography. Mobile phones, the internet, they've brought about the three A's of pornography, it's called. Pornography is more affordable, accessible, and anonymous than it's ever been before. If you think back as little as 20 or 30 years ago, someone generally had to go purchase pornography. So there was always money. Now a person, I think the statistic is 80% of pornography online is viewed for free. Pornography is also accessible. 
We can find it on smartphones. It's on TVs. It's all over. And finally, pornography can be accessed anonymously. Gone are the days of having to go to an adult bookstore to find something pornographic. It's just always there. Now, the final challenge that the lower brain brings about because of its desire to look for pleasure is that God actually created sex to be good. His first commandment in the book of Genesis was be fruitful and multiply. As men were created to desire sex and pursue sexual intimacy with our wives, he created sex for the context of marriage. It, it bonds us together with our wives. It helps us to make babies, to bring about offspring and reproduce. But the proper expression of sexual desire requires us to grow in the virtue of chastity and the virtue of temperance. We'll talk more about that as we go. But what I mean by that is I heard the analogy one time that sex is like fire. Fire in a fireplace can make you feel warm and make you feel really good on a cold night. But fire in the middle of your living room, engulfing your furniture, and burning your home down is destructive. And the location between our fireplace and our living room isn't all that far apart. But a fireplace is able to direct the smoke and the flames, just like the virtue of chastity can direct our sexual desire. Sex, ultimately, in a loving marriage, keeps our marriages strong, helps us feel loved and connected to our wives. Sex outside of marriage, or for the wrong reasons in marriage, can cause destruction to the very foundation of who we are. So we've identified that pornography and the sexual sin that comes with it are really high in dopamine and other chemicals that will make us want to watch porn because it's both pleasurable and really addictive. What do we do about it then? What can we do when we experience urges to engage in sexual sin? I want to teach you today a technique called stop, drop, and breathe. When we have an urge to look at pornography or engage in sexual sin, we want to stop what we're doing, take a few slow, deep breaths. Then we want to drop our focus into our body so that we can recognize the emotion or reasons behind the urge. And finally, we want to continue to breathe slowly and deeply while we pay attention to what's going on in our body. And that's stop, drop, and breathe. I want to share with you an example of how I use this myself. Last summer, I was at a, a customer site, and we were doing training and implementation of a new product. And it was a lot longer and much more high-paced and exhausting day than I normally have. And at the end of the day, I, I got into my car and as I'm driving for the first time, I actually experienced an urge or temptation, a serious temptation to look at pornography. And it, it didn't help that it was June. I was in a college town. As I pulled out onto the street, there was an extremely attractive young woman walking by in short shorts and a, a crop top because that, that just kind of released some dopamine as my mind got you know, closer to that neural pathway of, of looking at pornography that I hadn't been on in a long time. So what did I do? I implemented the stop, drop, and breathe protocol that I want to share with you here. So first, I, I slowed down what I was focusing on and slowed down my breathing. And this is key because as I took some deep breaths and just relaxed, it actually allowed me to engage my higher brain. The lower brain responds over 20 times faster to stimulation 
than the higher brain. And so by breathing, it allows me to activate the higher brain. Second, I dropped my focus then into my body and I got curious about what my body was experiencing. When I did that, I could actually feel the area around the back of my neck was just kind of overstimulated. Like it was just, it was almost kind of buzzing. It was just very energetic compared to what it normally would be. And what I did then is I stayed curious and I just asked the question, why, why am I feeling this way? Why the higher energy? Why the overstimulation? And that's when I realized that because I'd had a much more fast-paced day than I would normally have, and I didn't really get a chance for any breaks to kind of rejuvenate and calm down, that my brain and my body were trying to get me to think about pornography because my brain thought it would help me relax and feel better after being exhausted. The third thing then is I kept my breathing slow while I let myself feel the emotions in my body and just the sensations and what was all connected to that. And a key here is not to fight or resist feeling the emotion. A lot of times that's our instinct is we just, I won't feel it, I won't feel it. And that actually is the opposite of what we want to do. We want to simply allow ourselves to feel the sensation of the emotion and acknowledge that they're there. And if we let ourselves feel the emotions, they actually will pass in about 90 seconds and we could just let them go. I call this processing an emotion. Let myself feel it in my body, kind of gain understanding of what's driving it, not fight it, let the the breathing just go, and eventually the emotion will, will go away. And in this case, once I initiated the stop, drop, and breathe protocol, uh, the urge to look at the pornography and, and intensity of my emotions actually subsided in about 90 seconds. And in this case, because the emotions and the sensations of exhaustion and overstimulation were so much higher that day, the urge and the feelings actually came back about every 15 to 20 minutes, kind of like the waves of the ocean. But each time I just went back into that process, that stop, drop, and breathe. So I'd stop, slow down my breathing, focus on what I was feeling, just curious, is there something else going on here? And in this case, it was the same thing. It was just I had been exhausted from a busy day. Just kind of breathed, let let myself experience it, didn't fight it, and then just let it go. And it came back a few more times throughout the evening, kind of, again, like the waves of the ocean. But eventually it got to the point where my nervous system had calmed back down and I no longer had the desire and my brain wasn't trying to take me towards looking at pornography. So what do we take from this? Well, first, again, I want to remind you that our desire for sexual intimacy is good. God created sex to be good. And, and we certainly need to make sure that we, we believe that deep in our hearts. However, we also need to remember that just like fire is only good where it's meant to be, in a fireplace or on a stove, sex is also only able to reach its true good when it's an honest expression of love between a husband and a wife. And so that's why it's reserved for marriage. Second, we can learn to process urges to engage in sexual activities like looking at pornography and or masturbating using the stop, drop, and breathe method. We stop focusing on looking at pornography and slow down our breathing. 
We drop into our bodies so we can understand the cause of our feelings and emotions. And then finally, we continue to breathe slowly while remaining aware of the emotions in our body until they pass. And I I do recommend practicing this once or twice a day so you can begin to actually build a new neural pathway in your brain. Practice it without being in the position of having to process the urge or the emotions related to the temptation to look at pornography. The neural pathways that we want to create, are they come about through repetition and habit. So practice it when you don't need it, and that will actually help you build the skill and pave a new pathway in your brain. So guys, thanks for listening. Check out our website for more resources, freedomtolove.org. And if you're a dad or a ministry leader, I invite you to check out the Save Our Sons course on our website. In the Save Our Sons course, I take the information we've been covering in this podcast, I lay it out for you in a way that applies both, you know, before your son is aware or exposed to pornography, and that you will want to have to apply and teach them once they are in that journey to developing self-mastery and, and freedom from pornography. I really do think you'll, you'll find it a great source, and please share it with, with other dads you know. And until next time, please know we're praying for you. We want the best for you. God wants the best for you. So God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Freedom to Love podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please rate us on iTunes and share us with a friend. Until next time, remember what St. Paul wrote in his letter to the Galatians. Brothers, you were called for freedom. God bless.